You're listening to episode 65 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. So today's episode's a little bit out of my norm, but I felt like it was one of those necessary ones. I felt called to speak on this. It is so easy to listen to the show or scroll social media or read blogs or whatever it is and assume that I or anyone else that you're paying attention to out in the world of the online space is just this well-oiled machine, meaning there's this feeling of, I feel like they're ahead of me or they've always got it all figured out or hopefully at some point I'll get to that place where things are just they get easier and life is in this magical state of flow and look at how much content they create and how they have it all laid out perfectly. Like it's easy to compare and look at what other people are doing and get this feeling like you're behind or like you don't have what they have. So that's why I'm doing an entire episode today dedicated to what I'm personally struggling with right now. The nice thing about social media is that we get to pick and choose what we share. You know, we don't have to put our whole lives out there. That's not necessarily what it's for. And we get to decide what people get to know about us. But I want to do a better job, I guess, at pulling back the curtain to the realities that I know no matter what level of success that I personally achieve or that other people achieve or whatever wins we might have, we're all facing these battles in our own ways. And I also want to make it abundantly clear that going after the dream is hard. Living your purpose is hard. Creating constantly and achieving, they come at a price. And there's never really a day that, at least I feel like there's never really a day that it's all perfect and the path is super clear and there are no thorns and you've just got it all figured out. So together, as a unified front, let's stop acting like there's some magical destination. It is about the process. It's about the practice, about the calling that's on your heart that you're stepping into. And it's not easy or pretty or perfect. And nobody out there has it all figured out. There are people who have more momentum than you and maybe have more wins to show for it than you. But it doesn't mean that their process is easier than yours. Or Likely the people that you admire and that are doing the thing that you want to be doing are encountering more struggle because new levels, new devils. Like there's a lot that comes with growing a bigger business, having bigger numbers, employing people, having a lot of content you're putting out, launching multiple things, having different shows. Like that's hard work and it gets harder as you grow. So let's uh, air some dirty laundry and get to the show. I want to be totally real with you guys and share just the things that come to mind when people ask, like, what are you struggling with or what's going on with you or like nothing ever seems hard for you. Oh, my good Lord almighty. That is so far from the truth. My team could attest to that. My husband can attest to that. It is a constant battle in so many different areas. And right now in this moment, maybe this will be a multi-part series because I could probably fill up 10 episodes with what I'm struggling with. But the first thing that comes to mind is just that battle, for me anyway, of managing, juggling, embracing motherhood and business. And to be totally forthright, business comes more easily to me, not because I'm not, I'm more drawn to motherhood. I'm more passionate about motherhood, but I see more wins sometimes at this particular stage in the game in business. And what I mean by that is I control it more. 
I have three little kids. I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, a one-year-old. Like we are in that season of life with the kids where it's herding cats. Like, yes, we still instill values. We have awesome family time. We can have quality time with each of them individually. We teach them. But a lot of it and a lot of energy is going towards getting them fed well and keeping them safe and entertained without relying on screens and making sure they're well adjusted as they encounter new things in their lives. So sometimes that can feel exhausting. I mean, if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. And it's not that it's not fulfilling. It's just that I naturally right now I'm gravitating towards business because there are so many things that I'm excited about that I can have control over and I can see the fruits of my labor. And it feels fruitful when sometimes motherhood just feels like not as easy for me. And I hope that this is coming off right because I, in bringing this one up, so many people have different experiences in parenthood and so many people have different struggles in different areas. And I don't feel like I have to defend myself or preface this, but I'm going to say the fact that like there is nothing in this world that I love more than my children. I think about them 24 hours a day. When I'm having a tough moment, I just want to wrap them in my arms. I am so grateful for every little piece of motherhood, but it is hard. And it's my natural inclination sometimes to gravitate towards what's easier, what I feel like I can control. And it doesn't necessarily help that the office that I work out of, I have my own office, but it's right off of our like main living space. And we have like big open floor plans. So the sound of my little minions comes like screeching under the door on the regular. And what I'm battling right now that is breaking my heart. And I would love to like get feedback from you guys. So just so you know, you can always drop a DM to me or shoot us an email because I love hearing from you guys. But what I'm struggling with, and I try to explain this to my husband because he works out in the barn. So he's like, on our property and gets to see the kids all day, but he's separate. You know, he's not right there in the trenches or not hearing them. And I'm a mom. So like my hormones are completely connected to what my kids are or are not doing. So anytime I hear them, I want to stop and go be with them. And they'll pop in my office, which I love. But sometimes it's like in the middle of my recording or things like that. And what I find is because the proximity is so close and they know that I'm in there, I feel like I constantly have to say no, like because they'll want to do something and I have a call scheduled or They'll want to come in my office and play and play right there on the floor next to my desk as I'm recording a podcast episode. So I try and bend and flex as much as I can because that's the blessing in running your own business and why I built it. But I also have to be able to get things done in the time that I have help with the kids. So I was explaining to my husband, like, I constantly feel like I'm having to say, like, no or in a little bit. Whereas if I were separated like he is, I can just come up to the house during those quality time moments and just enjoy it without having to say no, without having to say later. And they just appreciate the time that they're getting. So the solution, and with each of these things I'm struggling with, I always want to be able to share like what we're doing to progress through it, even if we haven't, don't have it totally figured out yet. And we are building an, well, it's already built, but we are finishing up an office down at the barn so that I can have that separate space just for a couple hours a day so that I don't have to feel like I'm letting them down. And that's, you know, I'm just kind of sharing my heart today. This is not, there's no science behind any of this, but that's what I'm battling in that particular category. And what I also want to do as you listen through this episode, have your notebook handy, or you can download the quick little PDF freebie from me, freebie from my homies at the end of this episode, because I'm also going to link 
with each category of struggle that I'm facing, I'm linking a podcast episode that really helps with that particular thing. So for managing motherhood and business and all the things, episode 61 of Scaling Up with Kendra Hennessy is spot on for that. So I will be sharing these in a document with you guys and you could just snag them at the end of the show. The next thing that comes to mind with struggle for me, and you may or may not know this based on whether you've been kind of following along for the last couple of years on social media, but we about a year and a half ago bought our dream property here in Wisconsin. But my family is out on the East Coast. They're all in one little bubble. They have been for generations and they probably will be for generations. We are a deeply rooted in our ethnicity of Italian and Arab cultures where everybody stays rooted and planted together. They get together every Sunday. They're together all the time in the summer. Like everybody is together. And that's my village. That's all I've ever known my entire life. I was not just raised by my mom and dad. I was raised by that village of aunts and uncles and cousins and great aunts and great uncles and grandparents. And we're here now in Wisconsin. My husband's family's out here, but no one's in like super close proximity. And everyone that is, you know, within an hour, they have little kids of their own. So they're in that like chaotic stage of life. I miss my family. And I never in a million years would have thought I would miss them as much as I have over this last year and a half. And I wouldn't also have imagined that it would have affected so many areas of my life the way it has. And it's wild because in a vacuum, I love this place. Our home, our property, the lifestyle, the garden, the people that are in the community, so welcoming, our church, the school my son is at, like so many aspects of this life here, check the boxes. It's why we moved here. And it's hard to anticipate how you're going to react when you're stepping out of that comfort zone. But one of my good friends kind of described it as like my entire life, when I was struggling with something or going through something or having a bad day or a good day or whatever, everything reverted back to my family. To celebrate the wins, to suffer through the losses, to be supported. They were like my pacifier in all things. And now my pacifier is at, you know, I'm 32 years old and that's been stripped from me. And I don't know what to do. And I'm struggling with that. Like, so I find myself pouring into the things again, same as the initial struggle, like that I can control it. I turn to my business or, you know, just really immerse myself in my kids or, or my husband, but I'm having a hard time integrating myself into the community because there's this piece of me gosh, I'm just telling, I'm bearing all. Like there's a piece of me that kind of hopes we're not here for too long. And I hate admitting that because it's keeping me from building real relationships. It's keeping me from fully immersing in the community. It's keeping me from enjoying the moments that I'm here because I already have one foot out the door because I just want to be back home with my people. And there's no one here yet. I say yet because I'm hopeful. Back home, my parents, my aunts and uncles, I was so close, cousins, so close with them that they were the people like, if you're just having a tough day or you're tired or whatever, you could just go plop down on their couch. And just the mere presence of them was like a massive comfort, again, like a pacifier. And there's nobody here that when I'm having a tough time or struggling or tired or whatever, whose couch I would feel like totally 100% at home plopping down on just being in their presence. Like everybody I interact with here, aside from like my immediate family, it feels like I've got to be on a little bit. You know, they're not just my people. And this is my own struggle throughout my whole life is I have such a tight-knit family that they've always just been my people. So it's hard to let other people that are not blood into my life that I'm working on that, admitting it, but working on it. 
but it's messing with my head. You know, I'm having trouble processing those emotions sometimes. So I suppress them, which obviously is not good and it affects other things. And I'm not doing enough to really embrace the life that we've built because this is a big piece of what we wanted. There are massive blessings in it too. And I see that there's always a silver lining in coming out here and separating myself from that village that I grew up with. It has taught me to turn more towards my husband. And that's such a gift because that's what marriage is. Like it's spouse first. And that wasn't my natural way of doing things. So that that's been a gift and a blessing. And we've become so much tighter and more bonded and connected in being here. And we've done so much more as like a nucleus family, which I never had. Like I had a nucleus family, my parents and siblings and stuff, but I wasn't like we were always taking that nucleus family to the extended family all the time. You know, it almost felt weird when it was just us at home. Like, hey, when are we going to our grandparents' house or aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever. So that is, that's been truly hard. I would say the first year in especially moving out here pregnant and away from my family and my community and then having a baby and then struggling with postpartum, like all those things, the first year, at least six months, year of being here were borderline debilitating for me emotionally and to keep thriving in my business to keep being a present mom and wife I had to just push that down so deep so that's ongoing so what I'm doing to be solution oriented with this because that's what I promised you guys I would do I'd bring you my struggle but also um, what I'm doing to work through it is I am nurturing new relationships my husband is so good at that like he makes friends at the checkout line at the grocery store like that is my nightmare after church every Sunday I want to get out and go home the second that the music ends, we're always the last to leave that church. Like he is mingling and connecting with everybody. He's a connector. He is super social. He's super extroverted. Like I'm super introverted. So for me, it's been very overwhelming, but I have made a more conscious effort. There are so many good people here that I'm like more deeply connecting with and giving myself the opportunity to get to know them better and to share with them and connect more deeply with them. So that's been great. And just scheduling out trips home. That's a big one. Like we go home a fair amount. And when we go home, we go for bigger chunks of time, which is awesome. But I want like little trips. Running my own businesses gives me the luxury both financially and freedom of time to be able to kind of pop back whenever. It's a little tougher with three kids. So sometimes I'm going to schedule a trip where I might just go home for a weekend and bring one of the kids with me or go by myself for like the night if there's something going on at home that I don't want to miss or going as a family for maybe shorter trips and not always a week or two weeks. So I'm trying to stay focused on how I can get back there. And, you know, a big reason why we bought this property is to have people here. And like I said, my family kind of stays in one place, so it's a little tough to drag their butts out to Wisconsin, especially in the winter, but opening up our home and just trying to get people to be part of it. And we actually like put into our budget, you know, a set budget to be able to just like fly people out. So it's never a burden to them and we get to enjoy their company. So an episode to kind of address that of turning your pain into power, we had episode 37 with Trent Shelton, one of our most powerful, popular shared viral episodes that we've ever had. It was so impactful. So if you're going through some kind of pain in your own life and it's time to shift that into something positive, go check out episode 37 with Trent. So this is another little glimpse into my brain, biting off more than I can chew. Okay, this has been my MO forever. Like as soon as I get my head above water, I'm like, oh, what else can we do? And I get the shiny object syndrome and I see what other people are doing and I get inspired. And I'm like, oh, we could do that. And I could launch. I mean, I launched this podcast when I was 38 weeks pregnant with my third baby. So that gives you evidence into how I operate. 
But saying yes to so many things means saying no to the important things sometimes. And I'm really starting to get more intentional about how I can not do that. And I got to this place where I was actually having trouble keeping track. Like I was, I was working on so many projects and I had so many launch ideas and business plans and marketing strategies and challenges I was running and ads we were going to run that I couldn't seem to keep track of them. And it was overwhelming me. It was overwhelming our team. It was likely overwhelming my husband because I, he probably saw how stressed I was. So we're doing some things to kind of scale back and simplify and really just make sure that we're giving people what, what they're asking for. And we're doing things that light us up, like that bring me joy, that are in my natural gifting, that are on my heart as a calling, and that my team is excited to stand behind and bring to fruition. So with the trouble keeping track, we use Asana. I brought on an operations director. She is my dream. And then we have our kind of behind the scenes. She handles all things action related. So we have those two people that are kind of like point people. So now what I do as the visionary is I can just plop these really big ideas on their desk and they can come back to me and say, great, that will fit perfectly into Q4 of 2021. And that's great for this quarter. We'll come up with a project plan to build that out. And they're just really strategic. And every day all I'm doing is staying focused on like the big three things that I'm working on and I have one major focal thing and I'm not getting distracted by all these different ideas because it, it is hard. Like you think you see these people that are building these amazing businesses and they're visionaries. It's hard being a visionary because your gift, one of your gifts is coming up with new ideas, is getting inspired and wanting to do all the things. And you need those integrator people to be able to bring your feet back to earth and say, okay, great, we can do that. But here's how we can do it in a way that's profitable, that won't spread us too thin, and that will make the greatest impact. So another thing that we're doing in this category of biting off too much my husband and I, every month we're doing blocking off a full day on the calendar, like seven straight hours of project planning, life planning, a lot of business planning. Just the two of us, we go with our big whiteboard and our like big year-long calendars and we map out one to three years out. And we're looking ahead because time like freaking flies. Time flies. So we are mapping things out plenty ahead of time. And it feels so good. And we're enjoying this process so much that we actually booked like a full planning day in February for Valentine's Day because we're like, oh my God, this was so fun last time. Let's do this for our Valentine's. We're so weird. But we're looking at things like things we want to launch, events that we're hosting, communities that we're opening up, any like productivity or profit planning we want to do and how are we making sure that we're achieving our numbers we're not just putting like a goal of a financial goal on our vision board we're then breaking it down based on the things we're launching and how we're operating and what we're how we're scaling to ensure that we're going to hit that goal and we do it all through our monthly planning so now i can't really bite off more than i can chew because i'm accountable for it i have my husband i have my team and I have calendars and things are in black and white. And when I come to the table with my big visionary ideas, I have those people to bring me back down to earth and say, that's awesome. It's in alignment with our vision. It's in alignment with our values. It will make a massive impact. How can we map it out so that it's profitable and realistic and not stressful? And that's been a gift. So if you're like me and you struggle with this, episode 46, From Procrastination to Focus, will serve you. 
Again, you can snag all these episodes. We'll have a little PDF that will break down the episode and what it's for so that you can go back and go through them if you're struggling with some of these things too. I don't know if this next one is something that everybody struggles with or as you develop your confidence in what you do and you collect more evidence that you're really great at what you do if it starts to fade or because when you're continually evolving and you're reaching those new levels, it creeps up at every new level. I have no idea. I can only speak for myself, but imposter syndrome. That is something I'm struggling with in this moment. Oh, well, I want to launch this course, but so-and-so already did it. Who am I to to do that. She already did it really well. Or what if they don't, you know, I'd pitch them and I know I can serve them and I know the result I can get them, but what if they don't want to work with me? Or who am I to do that? But this is where I have to get better at looking at the facts. Who have I served up to this point and what results have they gotten? What is the transformation that I promise and how often am I seeing that happen over and over because I'm really good at what I do? As I grow, like I kind of have evolved into a new level this going into 2020 and in this new year, both financially and personally and with opportunities that are now like coming my way because we've worked really, really hard to open up those doors over the last several years. And with that, now that I was just like feeling super confident in what I was doing and energized, and now I'm in new circles where people are advanced and moving fast and confident in what they do, and I'm just starting to feel it creep back in of like, oh my goodness. Am I ready for this? Am I capable? Do people want me? Why would anybody want me? So I joined a mastermind this year. I try to be in them so that I can be practicing what I preach. I run masterminds myself. We have our Maverick mastermind that just kicked off and it's already like, oh my gosh, the, it's just so cool seeing these women in action. But I joined a mastermind of my own for my own growth and business growth and personal growth. And we had an event. I just got home last week at the time of this recording from Puerto Rico. It was these really high-level entrepreneurs that are doing big numbers and making massive impact, and their name is known, and they have a lot of followers next to their name, and like just exposed to this whole new world of peers. And it just, it took a lot of my, a lot of my discipline, mental discipline, and the things that I've learned over the years of how to temper that feeling that creeps up of, am I good enough? Or am I enough? Or am I ready? Or, you know, Will they see through the facade or any of that stuff? So the things that I'm doing to help with that, one, being honest with where I'm at, you know, not being afraid to share and learn from the people around me instead of comparing myself to them and trying to like let my ego run the show and just say, oh, well, I've got to make sure that they think that I'm this or they share what they launch, but I got to share what I launch so that they know that I'm a peer and and I'm not just learning from them and just be humble enough to say, oh, that's great. I can't like I really want to learn more about how you're doing that and just be open to learning and growing and not so worried about what other people think and more concerned about the fact that am I stepping into my purpose? Am I living my calling? Am I making my impact? Am I supporting my family and the growth for our family that I want? Like letting go of the ego and then collecting evidence. Like there are so many things that I've done over the, almost the last decade that are proven where lives have been changed. Businesses have been transformed. People have had uncountable amount of light bulb moments because of the things I've taught, the stages I've taken, the feedback I've gotten. Yes, I've had way more failures than successes and struggles. That's not, I'm not saying like ignore all the things that I've done wrong. No, no, no. I've learned from them. Trust me. But I've had the wins and developing that confidence muscle. The other big thing is action, 
like doing it scared, doing it anyway, putting the blinders on, getting away from the comparison and knowing that I create those transformations and I serve my people really well. And if I just keep showing up in the world with that truth behind me, it's all good. I don't need anyone's validation. I don't need to be the same or equal or above anybody else. It's not about that. So getting out of that comparison place and stepping into that confidence and that humility has been huge for me. And if you're struggling with that, episode 35, Break Free of Comparison and Scale Everything, talks directly to this. So I will be going back and listening to a taste of my own medicine. So if you've also been following on along for the last couple of years, you know that our family is really big into natural and holistic living. It's a big piece of why we moved out here to Wisconsin, to the farm. And I've been in a pretty significant detoxification program for a couple of years now. Years. So this is evidence of the fact that there are certain things in life that are really, really hard, but what you're working towards is so worth it. I say that for people that want to build a business. Like, this is going to be one of the hardest things you ever did. You're going to have to sacrifice so many things that you really like that are going to have to go out the window and you're going to have to cut people out that are not lifting you up. And like, these things are hard. It's way easier to keep doing what you're doing. So if you don't have the fierceness to show up for that dream, then know that you're not going to make it. Well, I think the same thing about health. People want the quick fix. Whether and I'm not even talking about weight loss. I'm talking about like we drink caffeine because we want, want to be energized right now versus cutting out caffeine and doing the things to support our adrenals and our hormones to be able to have energy all the time. But that might take a year. So who the heck wants to sign up for that? Well, I do because I want to play the long game. I want to optimize everything from my business to my marriage to parenthood to my health, even though it's really freaking hard and there are days that are downright ugly. Today is actually one of them. I am holding my eyelids open. So my next struggle is just severe. When I say severe, like severe bouts of exhaustion and fatigue, it's in my freaking bones some days. Like I can't blow dry my hair because I don't have the strength to hold up my blow dryer. And this is with eating as clean as a human being can eat, exercising just right for my body, taking like 64 different supplements a day because I know that when you're in detoxification, it can be painful. I equate it to growing pains. I know I'm growing. I know I'm working towards the right thing. And the reason I know is because I'm getting blood work and hair analysis tests. So we're actually getting data. We're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. We're progressing. We're seeing the progress. But it some days it hurts. It physically hurts my body. And the part that I can't stand that's so hard for me is when I have those days of severe exhaustion and fatigue because I know I'm doing the right things and I have so much... My brain is going a mile a minute with the visionary side of me that wants to create and add value and pour into my people and lift up my mastermind members and launch the new thing and and bring quality content to the podcast and social media. But there are days where I'm just like, I have to listen to my body. I have to rest. So I know this is a long play. I know that it's not going to happen super easily. I had personally some some different, I'm not even going to go into all the details because it's way too long, but I had some personal struggles based on my hair analysis and my blood tests that I had to work through that are more than the average person. So this is not to say that it's like this for everyone. My husband is like cruising through his detox and feels like a million bucks. So lucky him. Sure, let me carry the children and stretch my body and then feed them from my body and then be depleted for like six years while you do like a one month detox and feel like a million bucks. That's, it seems fair, but it's not about fair. It's about working towards the the vision that I have for my health and my life. So exhaustion is a tough one. So what am I doing? I am 
repeating to myself every day why I'm showing up for this. I am looking at the data, again, collecting evidence, looking at the hair analysis test, looking at the blood test, looking at the progress that I've made, how many, how few compared to like six months, even three months ago, bad days I'm having. So that's moving in the right direction. And I'm doing things to support myself in the process to help eliminate the struggle of detoxing and the exhaustion. So I personally am following like the right meal plans and nutrition and fitness plans that are helping me support my organs through detox, support my brain through this process. I'm doing the right supplementation and I'm willing to invest in these things because I know that it's serving me. And I will also say that yeah, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the things I struggle with. I'm not focusing on the things that are amazing. If you guys knew all the things that I've checked off my list of things that I wanted for my health and my body over the last couple of years of doing this program, there are way more wins than this. This is just an episode about what I'm struggling with. So that's just an FYI. I'm drinking really nutrient-dense shakes. I have my Shakeology every day. That's kind of the my go-to that I lean on really heavily. I'm an open book about that if you have questions. I am, I have a support community. Like I have my husband holding me accountable. I have my naturopath. I have my chiropractor. I have these people in my life that are helping me and reminding me why I'm staying the course. I go to the chiropractor to support my alignment and my nervous system and my parasympathetic, like everything is being supported in this process. So that like totally honest, there are days where I don't talk about it much because I don't, I don't like to just like complain on social media, but there are days that it's so debilitating to me and and it's like, it's nothing compared to what some people go through. I am not at all trying, when I say debilitating, it sounds dramatic. I know there are people with children that are sick or illnesses that are like terminal. I am not putting myself in that category whatsoever. I'm just speak all I can do. It's all relative. I can tell you what my days look like and this is a battle for me. So if you want support in that and you want to learn more about detoxification, even though I probably haven't sold you on it because it doesn't sound great, but like I said, this is an episode about struggle. There have been way more wins than the struggle. Episode 28 that I did on living all natural and detoxing your body. If you're even if you're just considering like what things should I have in my home? What should I be eliminating? This is a great starting place to learn about why detoxing is so important, why getting the toxins out of your home and the products is so, so huge for you and your family, especially if you have children. Okay, the last thing that I, I, I struggle feels dramatic for this one, but it's just kind of something that I'm, I'm working on, I'm working through, is just really continuing to niche down my brand and knowing how and when and what to create that you guys want and need. It's not always super clear to me and not everything that we make or put out there is a hit. Like we flop a lot. You know, I'll put out an opt-in from the podcast or something that I think you guys will find immense value in and and people don't want it as much as I thought they would. Or I'll launch a product and we don't hit our profit numbers. And like there are things that I put out like in my head. It sounds great. So I'm getting better at actually surveying the market and understanding what the market's asking for and specifically what my people are asking for. But as I grow, I'm niching down further and further into finding that perfect person. And that's just an ongoing process. We're actually have in the works. So this is something that you want to keep your eyes out for because it's going to be absolutely amazing. I will not have it any other way is creating a 
thriving Facebook community. So we are going to be launching our Scaling Up podcast community in the very near future. So make sure you're subscribed to the show so that you can get the announcements for that, get access to the challenges that we'll be running, get the prizes that we'll be launching in the beginning. So I, you know, I can and do coach and mentor people all day long in growth, in life, in business, in leadership, but it's so hard sometimes to do for yourself. I heard someone say like when you're inside the wine bottle, you can't see the label and that's how it feels sometimes like where I'm in these murky waters and I can't just see outside my own little bubble. And branding, I feel like sometimes people want to hire a branding expert and then that's it. They don't touch it again. But I feel like brands, especially personal brands, are such an evolution. And as you put your gifts and talents and skills and products and services and offers out into the world, you start to learn what you're getting back. The feedback is such a gift, even if it's like negative feedback, because it's pointing you in the right direction and it's helping you streamline and start to speak to the right audience. And so often when businesses start, they're trying to talk to everybody and they're reaching nobody. So as you put things out and that's, listen, disclaimer, the only way you are ever going to know who you're called to serve, the only way you're ever going to become profitable, the only way you're going to scale your business is if you put stuff out into the world. Even if it sucks, even if it's a C minus, even if it doesn't feel right yet, even if you're scared, even if you get crickets, you have to just constantly be putting things out into the world, whether it's content or offers or your time or your energy or your voice. Stop trying to build in a bubble. Stop trying to create in a vacuum. It doesn't work that way. Anybody that tries to tell you otherwise is completely selling you BS. So put it out there, do it scared, show up for your life, and you will start to naturally niche down. So I'm getting into teaching mode because I can't help myself because this is a topic I'm passionate about, but I'm coming back to the struggle, the struggle being that it's hard sometimes to know if I'm niching down the right way, if I'm speaking to the right people and what those people want. So something that would help me tremendously, show up in my DMs, pop into my email, let me know what you need, what you want so I can give you more of that. And I'm not even talking about paid stuff. Like if there's something that you, you're like, oh, create this course on this, or I would love to know how you do this, then we can have that conversation. But I'm talking about even free content, what I'm speaking on, videos I put out, things I put out on the podcast. My goal is to serve you better, not just to yap all day and, and hope some people listen to it. So that would actually help me tremendously so that I can better help you. So uh, that's an area that I sometimes struggle in that I'm working on. What I'm doing is having more conversations with you guys, being in my inbox and, and chatting and finding out what you need and where you're struggling, figuring out who brings me joy to work with. I have served different people in different parts of their journey and realized that even though I love that person as an individual, I don't like serving them in that area. It's just not the right thing for me. It doesn't bring me joy. So if you are someone who is building out your personal brand and you want to get it right, oh my goodness, do not miss the upcoming episode with the branding expert. Like this girl, I took so many notes on this episode and then before I even got it off to my podcast editor, I listened to the recording to take more notes. Elise Archer, it is a must listen with an unbelievable fromy for you guys. So make sure you subscribe to this show so you don't miss this one. Like, it's gold. Gold. She gives you the exact questions you need to ask yourself to create the perfect personal brand. So those are my struggles. Like I said, there will likely be a part two because they never go away. 
So get out of the habit of comparing yourself to everybody else's highlight reel as much as I hate that phrase because it's so overused, but it's true. It's like we are putting out there what we want you to see. We are putting out there what looks good when behind the scenes there is so much happening, good and bad and struggle and strife and challenges and all of it. So trust me when I tell you there are things, there are plenty more things that could be on this list, but these are the ones that pop out to me. You can snag that freebie today to be able to download the episodes that speak to these struggles in case I'm not alone and you're struggling with some of these things too, or you just want to be proactive and make sure that you don't ultimately end up struggling with them. So I just want to thank you for giving me a safe place to feel vulnerable enough to, even though I'm shouting to the masses, to feel like I'm talking to my friends. And to allow myself to be vulnerable and open and honest because I never want any of you to feel like you're broken or you're different in that you're the only one going through the tough stuff. Like I am right there with you, as is everybody else, whether they admit it or not. So thank you for that. You can head on over to elizabethharkey.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero six five and snag that from me that will hopefully help you. And like I said, show up in my DMs, shoot me an email. I want to talk to you. Have a great day. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homes, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, Take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.